Welcome back to Would You Gaming, the podcast where we try to keep you up to date on all the latest in gaming news. Trying to update things a little bit more regularly and try to have content out a little bit more uh, consistently, if not try to go bi-weekly. I was trying to do that to begin with, but it's easy to just forget about things and come back at a much later date and not realize that that many days have passed. Time flies, best believe me. If you get older, it's like you blink. I, I used to remember dreading throughout the week, ready to get to Friday, and now it's like every day I just go into work and then the day just flies by and then I, and next thing I know, I look up and we're here at Thursday already. So it's just, oh my goodness, it's such a time, such a fickle mistress. Nonetheless, I'm trying to get more content out there. Thank you for sticking around, those who have been listening from the beginning. Let us know if you have any ideas that we can do to actually improve the podcast, possibly ideas for topics for upcoming episodes, anything like that. We are always looking to improve here to make it a better experience for for you as the listener because that's why I put these out. I want them to be enjoyed, hopefully be some topics that are entertaining, maybe give you a, while you just hang out, play a game, anything like that. I'm just trying to put it out, see what we can build up here. But I wanted to talk about Sony's state of play that came out last week, that they uh, they put on last week, as well as Valve's handheld that was just announced. Sony in their state of play is what I was going to cover. I'm going to cover that very lightly. Just some of the highlights that I thought. Um, Sony's state of play, I'm just going to cover that. The highlights of that. There were some things that I thought were interesting announced during that event. So I'll go over those and give my thoughts on what I hope to say there. And some, at least one of those titles is the main portion of that is a PS5 exclusive. So maybe one day I'll get off my butt and really try to get a PS5 and get one. But uh, we'll see. Alright, to start off with, we'll go over the Sony State of Play first. And they announced Moss Book 2. That really isn't a highlight to me. I never played the first one. I'm not big on VR. But I know some people are. My uh, my daughter loves it. She plays with her VR headset every now and then. When you can hook that thing up, it's just such a hassle to put that together. And I inevitably get called in there to straighten out which wire is uh, plugged into the wrong receptacle there. But Moss was an interesting title nonetheless. It was one of the hit VR titles. I think Astrobots did better and was a better game overall, but Moss was up there as well. I thought it was interesting and the game looked cool until I realized it was in VR and I knew at that point it wasn't going to be for me. Uh, we, we go on. They, there was Tribes of Midgar that was announced. And this is an online title and this really makes me wish... I had decent internet again. I might try to play this because it looks like it's similar to like a tower defense and and survival game. The giants come out at certain times to attack your town during the night, I think it is. But during the day, you have an opportunity to scavenge around, collect resources, and build up that town. Build up tower defenses, your, your walls, and everything like that. This game looks very cool. I hope that we can get some local co-op on this. I am very doubtful on that. I am I, I really can't stand that a lot of these companies moved away from couch co-op, just excluding it altogether in their titles. I would love to be able to play this, and in, in hopefully one day when my Starlink kit finally actually makes it out here, I'll be able to try this out. I'll give my thoughts on that if we're able to play it. It launches in July on the 27th, but they're going to be updating this with 
post-launch content. This game, the name of this game, of course, is going to be to keep you engaged. It's an, a large multiplayer online game. I think it was up to 10 people is what it was. But the game looks very interesting. It looks like you can level up. There's RPG elements on this. I, I look forward to this title and um, trying to play that in the future. When I'm, well, like I said, when I get my Starlink kit, I'll definitely try to boot that up and see how we do with that. I'll purchase it if necessary. The next title I'd heard about like a week or so ago from a friend of mine. He told me about this. I'd never heard of it myself. And it was Fist, which stands for Forged and Shadow Torch. It looks like it's a side-scroller. Action-adventure title made him beat him up. And it looks pretty neat. It's a rat. You go around as a robo-rabbit. And I just thought it looked kind of quirky. And that's going to come out in September. It looks like it might. I'll, I'll wait to see what the reviews look like. And as far as how long that game is, how in-depth. And uh, my friend, he was... Philippi was very interested in this. He said he was thinking about this because we're always going back and forth. We try to point out games to one another. We'll we'll try to both pick out something and be play co-op or that looks interesting. He pointed out to me most recently Enderlilies, and that was a great game. Uh, I've played a maybe a quarter to a half of it so far on my Switch. I haven't put it picked it back up or anything like that. Maybe coming forward in the future, I can get back to it and finish it. But it's very interesting because in that game you 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 don't yourself attack. You have spirits that you obtain that attack. And the art style is very neat along with the musical score. It's a very fun game, if not short. If you are into that sort of thing, it's, it's on a Nintendo Switch. Check it out. That's, it was a lot of fun to me. Next, the most notable title that uh, came up for me was Sifu. And this looks to be a very interesting title. We got to see more of the combat. We get to see more of the aging, the mechanic where if you die, you age 400 years just to resume. I'm uh, very much so looking forward to this. I'm a big Kung Fu fan. I loved uh, movies like uh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, even though that was a parody. And another that I really liked, another parody was the Kung Fu Hustle. Those were some some awesome movies with just over-the-top action, especially in Kung Fu Hustle. And this is just going to be my, an opportunity for me to live out like a martial arts movie. Like some of the older, like Drunken Master, Jackie Chan movies. But it looks like this title isn't coming until 2022. It really didn't say if this was for the PS4 and the PS5. I would really hope that I get off my bum and I actually... Uh, by get a PS5 by that point because I'm thinking if it's coming in 2022 it doesn't say early 2022 it's got to be later in the year so that will be interesting to see when that's released and like I said hopefully I can get my hands on a console before then there's a couple things that I want to play through not that I don't have an overabundance of titles just sitting around I mean I bought Mario Golf a couple weeks ago haven't even opened it and it looks so much fun I bought uh, the stories too. Haven't even opened. It. I actually wound up getting that a day early at my local Walmart. It was there. And the little guy who was behind the counter had to manually punch in the title. It came up as Monster Game. I was like, <laughs> that's interesting. But but I'm getting a little bit off track here. We'll get back to Jet, the Far Shore. This looks like flight sim, and you're there's not a lot. It's more like a laid back, relaxing game. I say this because in this 
game, they specifically stated that you'll want to give uh, monsters or creatures a wide burst, stay away from them, and then you see yourself running away at times to avoid combat. Has you in a ship going around flying for, it looks like, at least part of the gameplay. And like I said, it's continually going. And then you have some walking around sections that are exploration in nature. It'll be interesting to see how this one shakes up, the reviews or anything, that how they come out with that. They look like, uh, it looks interesting, though, to say the least. Of course, we got the Demon Slayer game that looks to be like an arena fighter. I'm not even, let's attend this. Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles. I probably butchered that. It'll be interesting. My my daughter is a fan of this title. It's, yeah, it comes out on the 15th of uh, October. So I'll probably end up having to get this for her. She's a she's a big fan of some animes. No no Bokuto Hiro, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and she's been watching some Attack on Titan too. So at least she's getting some culture in her with the Attack on Titan. And I, I joke the other two titles aren't bad either. I haven't watched much Demon Slayer, but I like My Hero Academia. Another title that really stood out to me was the Lost Judgment title. This is going to be on PS4 and PS5. I haven't played the first Judgment, but once I get through it, I would likely pick this up as well. I kind of wonder what kind of free upgrade, or if an upgrade, we're going to get on this from the PS4 to PS5. Because depending on the situation, I might pick it up on the PS4. If for nothing else, because it is $10 cheaper. But that's going to come on, like I said, September 24th. I have so many Yakuza games to make it through before I can even get to this. I I can't I wanted to cheat and go around and just play Judgment, but I haven't done it yet. I haven't seen it. If I see it for twenty dollars, I'm probably gonna pick it up. But I have so many Yakuza games. I played Key I played Zero and I think I'm on Kiwami. Not even Kiwami two. So I am way behind. I have all of the collection up to three and the three through uh, five and six that are, I think they're still in wrapping. I have so many games still in wrapping. If you, I really have a problem of buying stuff and just never getting to it. I'll one day remedy that hopefully, but we'll have to see. And we also got a really big update to Death Stranding. The director's cut is coming to the PS5. Unfortunately, it doesn't say this coming to the PS4. Unfortunately. But it offers weapons and everything else. I never played the first one. I bought it from Redbox. I never played the first one. I, I lent it to a friend of mine and he didn't he didn't enjoy it. He said it wasn't for him. So to me that was a downvote and I was like, you know what, I'm <laughs> I probably have enough else enough else, other games to play that I don't really need to touch this. So I stayed away from it and it's just it's Kojima writes some weird stories, but I mean, that's what artists do. Artists are, are nuts, man. I mean but it looks like this is going to add some new content that's going to offer weapons and everything. It just looks like it's a game changer altogether. And of course, we got about 10 minutes of Death Loop showed here. Unfortunately, like I said, PS5 is coming September 14th. I would like to play this, though. This looks like an interesting title. It's going to be. I don't know how I feel about if you make it all the way to the end, then you die, and then you got to go back there and kill everybody else. But it, it looks interesting. There are some cool powers that were showed off here. And I've, I'm already sold on the game. So I'll be getting that. And uh, 
that'll be interesting. That'll be that'll be an interesting title when the PS5 when I'm able to get it in my hands and get Deathloop. Because this this looks to be an excellent game that we're getting. It's going to be the last of the Arcane Studios on PlayStation and I, who's running? Who's doing Ghostwire? It's somebody else. It's somebody else. It's not. It's another Bethesda though. These are going to be the. These would likely be the last two titles that come from that studio to the PlayStation console, unless unless the overlord Microsoft feels so inclined as to bless us PlayStation peasants with something. Because my my word, I am going to be hurting. I am going to hurt, and I will break down and buy an Xbox if the Elder Scrolls and Fallout is locked behind the Xbox. I I gotta have both consoles, man. What am I gonna say? Unless, of course, I upgrade my gaming PC and just do it through Game Pass because everything through Game Pass is day one first party studios. It almost makes sense to just subscribe to that, even if it is $25 a month. I mean, you get so many games for that price, you could play those. And if you buy everything, it would set you back well, well over what you paid for Game Pass for a month. That is easily the truth. I mean, it's just a great bargain. I just can't. I don't. I'm not that. I'm not a fan of not owning what what I pay for. It's it's good if you don't want to own, but I really would like to own. But then again, we get back to the issue of not physical games not working on the PS4. What am I really owning anyway? As we get more and more into the future, digital is just inevitable. It's an inevitable future that we're all gonna see here. One day, hopefully not in my lifetime, I'd like to keep collecting. I like my plastic, my disc, but we'll see. And moving on from the state of play, we got the announcement of Valve's gaming handheld called the Steam Deck. It's coming out in December. The starting price is $3.99. Now, that's a little bit deceptive there because there are two other storage options beyond the $3.99 model. So with 399 model, you're getting 64 gigs of uh, internal storage. If you want to step it up from there, you can always get 256 gigs for $529, or a whole half a terabyte, 512 gigabytes for $649. This is going to be a little competition for Nintendo, possibly. I say possibly because we've seen other Steam consoles in the past fail that that are no longer sold anywhere, and they, I mean, they're just. If the console market is tough to get into. And I mean, it's dominated by the big three at this point. Of course, we have PC, which is all by as lonesome. This caters specifically to the PC audience. If you have a lot of Steam titles that you already own, you could take this bad boy here and you can download a good bit of those. And this is an excellent option for a lot of those titles to be played on the go. And I think they showed multiplayer played with Stardew Valley local co-op in that way this to me is very interesting this might solve some of the problems of having to have a network to play locally with a friend of mine they said with this option as well that there's actually going to be a dock or a means to hook it to a piece monitor in the future so this is a direct competition with switch you can play it in handheld you can hook it up and then project it your monitor or your setup. This is directly going after Nintendo's market, of course. The handheld market is very much so dominated by Nintendo unless we factor in uh, cell phones. And I really don't... I'm not a fan of cell phone gaming or anything like that. I'll play Plague on there every once in a while. Might boot up Clash of Clans. 
But that is about it. I'm not big on games on the phone. I usually watch TV on there, watch Netflix, Hulu, or uh, Prime on there. But I, I'm not really playing any games there. And now that might change in the future with the ability of uh, Game Pass to play on the cell phone with a Microsoft uh, controller or anything like that. Or you just play in handheld. But the interesting thing about this is they said it can do anything a PC can do. And it's not limited. I think there's 16 gigabytes of uh, RAM that are coming with this. And there's about 8 threads. They're quad cores in 2 CPU is what they state. Uh, there looks like they're uh, shipping in December and they're going to take reservations in July on July 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. That's $399 if you want that base model. They state that you can, uh, I don't think they said you could upgrade the the storage, external storage device. It wouldn't work or anything like that. You cannot upgrade the hardware due to the form factor having to be so slim to fit this precisely. And there are two additional controllers or buttons on the back of the the handle. On each side, it looks like your pinky and your ring finger have an option for a button there as well. It's bigger than the Switch, 17 inches. Uh, the 720 display, of course, that matches the Switch. Buttons are not offset like the Switch, though. They go straight across like the the Xbox controller. But this is a this could possibly be a good replacement for a Switch. It's targeted more at PC owners. Because of course you're going to have your Steam library that you can load up on here. And honestly I thought about this. If I could get some of the games that might not necessarily come to console. That are co-op and maybe local co-op. I could get this and my friend could get this. And we could play games that we normally can't play in this way. I wonder if we'd be able to find a means to get Dark Souls one and two to work on this because i'd be interested to see that i know with the switch every they offer a lot of local co-op on stuff but dark souls the remastered edition doesn't do that on the switch so this it'll be interesting to see what all features or what all we can do with this it's only 50 dollars more than the the switch oled model which is supposed to be the you know the luxury switch well this you could get cheaper games all day because you could get Games off Steam sales run constantly. One ends and another starts immediately. But you could do this. This would be a good substitute for a Switch for a lot of games that might not come out. I mean, yeah, even with this, even with the 399 model, they offer a they offer a, a case that goes with that. With the Switch, you don't even get that. You're not even getting a case with the Switch Lite. That's just like, yeah, here's your here's your Switch Lite. Take care of it, kid. But you know that isn't budget option and that's kind of where I'm at this is more on the expensive end larger of course so it's not it'll be for some people I would like to get one maybe just to see how it does or see how the reviews do and possibly pick up one in the future yeah, in the dock as well to play it like on TV but this was it's an interesting item it is definitely set to be competition for the Nintendo Switch how well it does remains to be seen we just had to sit back and wait. And also it goes one step above the new Switch we're getting as well. I don't think we have Bluetooth audio on the new Switch. We get Bluetooth audio native on this. You can pair it up with your your AirPods or anything like that. You don't even need to change anything. You don't need to buy any new headsets or anything. But we'll have to see how the launch goes and 
if there are any limitations, like they said, you can pretty much do anything on this. You could even sign into your Microsoft account and get Game Pass running on this. So if we if we look at it that way, if you bought this and you're paying twenty five a month and you just have Game Pass, you don't have anything else, or you just have free games on Steam, or uh, what was the other one that everybody cannot stand? What is it? The Epic Game Store. If you're getting the free games off Epic Game Store and Steam and just subscribing to Game Pass, you could run all that off of here, and you would have a killer setup that I mean it's not a terrible quality 720p isn't top of the line it's not 4k or anything like that but you're gonna have it in your hands it's gonna be it's gonna be portable where you can carry it around you could play a lot of stuff this way you could play Halo the Master Chief Collection or any of the Xbox Game Pass titles that are day one so many of those Bethesda titles that we saw that released on there I wouldn't mind going back to Morrowind personally Though I know it would be a shock after playing Skyrim, quality of life improvements in Oblivion even. But maybe one day I'll take that, that uh, trip back down memory lane and uh, find out that past should have been left in the past. Those rose-colored glasses made it look a whole lot better than it would be. But I just wanted to discuss these line items. Like I said, I'm trying more to get this content out on a regular basis and make it something that, we're, if nothing else, we're covering the latest and what happened on in the news this week. Let me know if uh, you like this type of content. You can always email us at gmail at the woodyougaming at gmail.com and let us know what ideas you might have for the podcast. Upcoming episodes, how we might improve, how we, what we might cover next. Just let us know in general your thoughts on the podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, really. Um, make sure if you see us on iTunes that you do rate us trying to grow the brand a little bit here and reach a more broad audience again thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next one